Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Goes without saying. You're listening to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Wing. And I'm Sefi. Yes, she is. And this... I say it every fucking week. This is a great episode, I think. Um, it's a real Lonely Hearts Club vibe, actually. Mm. But I feel like we really go in on some really universal feelings like betrayal, um, shame, insecurity in relationships and dating. Feeling like, you know, you have to appear unbothered at all times. But you're, you're a human being with emotions, just in case you forgot. And this is a great episode to just listen to us exploring that. Love you lots. Enjoy. We're already cursed. I'm We're not even going to start with a hi. We're already cursed. No. <laughs> it goes without saying hi, everyone. We're so <laughs> cursed. This is our second attempt, hopefully the last attempt. It seems to be going well. <laughs> yeah, this seems well. 10 seconds in. This is going great. Um, I think it is. Well, basically, the, the image quality I've issues. got of you on FaceTime is good yeah you're and that's my mark clear. of a good episode these me days me too yeah it's like did i see to you off. and hear you the whole way through yeah, yeah it went well um all right so feeling good then feeling good you said you're feeling sleepy i mean when am i not feeling sleepy it just is part and parcel so, with the wing experience of life to be honest <laughs> it's the ghost of that it goes without saying at this point i mean i'm headwigged hot water bottled up to the nines as usual um that's quite nice but i think yeah it's just cozy vibes from me same my sister's downstairs she was like sleeping in my bed and i was like get out you need to <laughs> i need to record <laughs> and i was like i'm setting up um not okay for her on the tv i was like go downstairs watch not okay i'll be two hours <laughs> fuck off how old is she you're making it sound like she's like eight. <laughs> oh, she's 23 she's 20 fucking three get out of my bed <laughs> hey 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 She's been, bear in mind, she's been up. She got up. Basically, she worked four till four last yeah, night. It's quite mental. mad. Yeah. Four in the afternoon till four. So she four deserves this. So she's a perfect day for a snooze. She's within her rights, but also, can you get totally. out of my bed, please? Can, can I tell you guys about the origins of perfect day for a snooze, by the way? I don't think I've really said mm. it on the podcast, but I say it all the time in my personal life. <laughs> Because yeah. I can't even remember what it was, but it was when we were at uni and classic Sefi like had the day off or whatever, like didn't have any lectures, seminars, or whatever. I or hadn't slept. I hadn't slept all night as usual. Oh, <laughs> I probably slept like two or three hours. And I had like a full day of like loads of seminars. I probably hadn't done the reading for and like lectures. And oh, yeah, yeah, it makes me sick just thinking about it. And I really was not in the zone. Probably like so depressed, like just like really, really (laughs) hanging on by a thread, not wanting to go in. Had to get the bus. It's probably raining. Oh no, it's not sounding good. It's not sounding good. Sounds like the perfect day for something. Well, here we go. So then Sefi said, I said, what are you doing today, Sefi? She said, oh, you know, I just don't really have anything to do. I'm just, you know, free, free as a bird. Perfect day for a snooze. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of kicked her leg up like and she's in a rom-com. <laughs> perfect day for a snooze. Um, and it was just so classically like Sefi rubbing it in my face without meaning to at all. <laughs> it was just like the perfect response to someone being like, God, I'm absolutely knackered and I've got a full day at uni. And you reply saying, well, I've got the perfect day for a snooze as well. Snooze, <laughs> snooze is just a hilarious is so, word. It's so rude in that context. Snooze, it's like, it's the yeah. perfect day for a snooze. It's like, yeah, okay, shut up. <laughs> shut up. 
it's so funny it was just so you said it's in su- such a perk is classic seffy perkiness which is the best yeah, I was gonna say, so, an- so perky so like annoyingly high energy to be like i'm gonna go sleep bye and it's like, oh, shut <laughs> up. Oh, it was so good i mean i wish for you to have the perfect day for a sneeze so i was not mad about it but it, it actually also, made me laugh so much also classic context is i have probably snoozed in the day probably i would say under 10 times in my life i mm. cannot i like chronically cannot nap, not nap i wish i could no. mm. i wake up with just and i go to sleep with like i, yes. I struggle to <laughs> dip down in the day yeah <laughs> so if i can i love it if i get a bit of a low energy snooziness oh my god i'm so excited yeah make the most of it as you should this is why i hate um well not hate people that can nap but i'm so jealous of people that can nap so <laughs> like where i'm like get up and watch yeah. not okay get up you can watch tv but you can't sleep in the day i mean get out of my bed is a whole other story sefi and i were literally having this conversation the other day about how we don't love sharing a bed with people and now all of a sudden sefi and i are going to be sharing a bed next week oh i'm so excited (laughs) same i'm actually so so excited we've had such an exciting like hilarious fun thing come up Um, oh my god so fun off the back of the podcast which is amazing so once again we're just eternally grateful yes oh my god so fun i feel like we've just got a lot my housemate was actually saying to me she was like the minute the plane landed back Mm. from lisbon it the wheels touched the floor and it was like from that moment i turned my phone off airplane mode when the sign went on a lot of people (laughs) had their phone not on airplane mode for the whole flight and i thought is this what people do now yeah it's making me very nervous i don't know i don't love that yeah it's like we don't know how this works this (laughs) airplane mode thing (laughs) i don't know what's going on but the moment the wheels touched the ground it was like email 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 it's like oh my god are things mm. going well did it almost like a curse just oh. got lifted from us yeah i actually thought what did you say earlier so i think give say the, the mirror, mirror thing. yeah it's so good yeah well this isn't my joke this is no. actually my friend's joke she said it's almost like you smashed a mirror seven years ago and it's just been seven mm. years and it's like oh my god you can get some luck again i feel like that's a hilarious way to look at oh, life great, it's really good i've thought that before. great line from her but also it's not like we've been unlucky it's just no, all of it's a sudden been things are going yeah. really well we've just got a lot to think fun. about at the moment which is really nice yeah, a lot to think about and i think we're also feeling really um happy with the fact that we've done this yeah it's definitely a very interesting thing to like build a podcast as we say as a couple of nobodies like ceos of (laughs) shitty little thing it's like this went from zero listeners we had zero audience both sefi and i i'm sure you can tell there was no audience at the beginning of this it wasn't like we came into it kind of ex reality stars or like kind of we've just come off love island yeah exactly which would be amazing goes without saying kind of signed with pretty little thing and i'm ready as you know we don't like sharing a bed with people so we would never be (laughs) no that would be one of the main things the sleeping situation in sleeping with strangers i would oh god no awful the uh, just the idea of like okay so you're coupled up with this guy and you've got to share a bed with him i don't you know you met him do earlier it. absolutely oh not. no it's not for me it's like i hope you like the sounds of sort of james a caster and <laughs> yeah, stuff going around really the room because i have to listen Such to that to go joke. to sleep well i was saying to Sefi the other day it's quite personal but i was saying like when i i go to bed and i wake up every and i end every day and i start every morning in a bed with my dog and my boyfriend like the, the two mm. it's the most pure environment i feel like of all the things that are working against me surely that is like doing something good to like my bloodstream or something to like surely yeah surely like the chemistry of that is like i wake up and it's immediately like oh my god i'm in love it's like wow it can't yeah what an amazing way what an amazing introduction to the world every day and i still fucking throw it back in the world's face and have the worst <laughs> day um but what an amazing like, yeah, at least you get that moment of yeah. like it's such a nice thing i almost think just pure when peace. you were telling me that the other day the only thing i kind of that idea of like your soul being soothed at, mm. in sleep is i remember like when i would go camping and my family's a real camping family and we used to have a mm-hmm. camper van and almost falling asleep and you can hear a river going past oh, you next like next to your van and mm. there's like pat 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 of like tapping old asmr like stuff oh that the was room. really asmr that was lovely i just got, got my nails done, done today Perfect. just got them done fun nice um so i almost that feeling of like i know this is good for my soul for like my these being, noises, for my health this environment mm. yeah and it's almost like there's a fucking the birds are going and all of that it's like f- falling asleep 
in a bed with someone you love with a dog you love this is why i always try to get my fucking dog in my bed whenever my mum has a bath Mm. because that's pretty much the only time my dog can't be by her side otherwise he's always by her side really i'm literally like come on otto come on come on and i turn all my lights off and i lie there i like to just pretend and gretel (laughs) yeah honestly i'm luring him in and I just lie there for about 10 minutes. Then I hear my mum, I hear the plug hole come out. I'm like, no, no, he's going to leave me. <laughs> Not quite the peaceful environment he's looking for. <laughs> the no. most highly strong. <laughs> but it's like my dog is kind of snuggled in between my legs, like oh, kind of in stunning. like the crook of my arm. It's like, that's so nice. It's just beautiful. Pure peace. It's really, really beautiful. So I don't know how we're going to cope sleeping together next week. Mm. <laughs> I was joking because I was saying to my mum, I was like, we're doing that. And she was like, I was like, so it's going to be someone that needs to listen to kind of quite problematic male comedians to go to sleep. <laughs> the voice of that going round and round their head. Someone and who also sleeps kind like of two hours an insomniac. <laughs> and an insomniac. You're there staring at the ceiling. I'm like going, <laughs> I hate him. Like, oh my, what the fuck so is excited. that as a duo? you're just staring at the ceiling that's hilarious i can't wait it's gonna be fun yeah it's gonna be why why did you roll your eyes and say yeah like that you don't think it's gonna be fun no that's probably just another weird thing i did but like kind of why did you do that facial expression (laughs) i don't know i'm excited but you went yeah (laughs) did i i think i mean yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) that's settled then (laughs) that's what i mean well now we can move on okay well let's get into it then yeah how are you feeling anyway do you have anything Uh huh how are you feeling anyway i'm feeling good Mm. i started to feel a bit bad a couple hours ago but i think i've come back out of it i just kind of slumped it down and i've come back up like you know classic classic daily daily motion six seven wing activities really honestly get in slump it's like 10 a.m get in slump 10 30 get out of slump <laughs> out of slump 10 35 11 back in slump back in the slump <laughs> yeah. and then often just stay in the slump stay in the slump um this is a really busy day ahead i'm just in slump okay um speaking of comedians sorry just one second oh, right. literally just yeah. the second found out that my mm. friend has booked tickets to go and see you know roy kent Yes, I do. I'm going to go see him in a couple Amazing. days. Amazing. How are you feeling about just that? A random. I'm excited. I've just found out that it's happening just this very moment. And I'm excited about it. Good. Mm. <laughs> That'll be fun. You're yeah. quite the lover of him, aren't you? Brett Goldstein. Mm. He just yeah, won an big, Emmy. I'm a big lover. Yeah, he did just win an Emmy. And he's mm. also in, he's going to be playing Hercules in the new mm. Thor film. I remember you saying this, or was it he my was the post-credit yeah. reveal that he yeah. was playing Hercules, which is honestly quite strange casting, but I'm here for it. He's a funny one, isn't he? That comedian. <laughs> that, that old guy. But he's who a I'm funny sure one no one really knows who we're talking about. He gives a very... He's so groomed to me. I think he's quite hot. He must be cleaner than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's so he would take one look at me and think, "God, I could fry an egg on your head." Like, <laughs> I must be so grubby in comparison to him. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. He, he almost looks CGI. One hundred percent. It's like you're you're a sim in this show. One hundred percent. Yeah, and even just in like when he's picking up his Emmy, it's like you're not real, that. surely. He just turns up and then says, um, "Thanks, guys." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound. Yeah. Anyway, right. sorry. That's just my latest Brett Goldstein. No, I love um, it. News. You know what? I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Ha- I'm happy for me too. I'm happy for you. All right, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Do you have anything you want to start with? Absolutely. Yeah. This person said. I think this is I don't know I'm I'm intrigued I've got I've got thoughts how so this person said how how to even approach someone because they're 22 no dating experience and low-key gatekeeping myself and that was the bit oh yeah that really hooked me I'm gatekeeping myself I feel like I really get this I'm gatekeeping myself. myself right okay I'm gonna need some explanation go on well what do you think of when you hear that Where's your mind immediately going? I mean, my mind goes to almost like I'm kind of saving myself. Ah, okay. Yeah. Like almost like until I meet the one, I'm not gonna right have sex with anyone sort of thing. Well, I Ga- think I'm, that's go on. Yeah, I think that's kind of the traditional 
like obviously you know like the religious and the conventional and probably the thing that a lot of us have kind of a lot of young women have been brought up with I guess Mm. even in this good old day and age but Mm. I feel like this is something that I've we've really briefly scraped the surface of on the pod before because it really it was something that my friend said to me once and it blew my mind and I'm absolutely gonna butcher it um and I'm probably gonna really like it's kind of the thing that if she would listen to this she'd be like what I didn't say that I didn't mean it like that (laughs) I mean I'm gonna completely twist her words but kind of the idea of your desire and your sexuality being kind of steeped in this idea of being desired being something super desirable but something that people can't access yeah yeah being kind of out of reach for people yeah so kind of like and I'm sure we've all been there in different ways but I think maybe Sefa you you might think we have this in common I would think we have this in common but you might disagree um but I feel like both of us have definitely had times in life or can lean into the vibe of um well fuck this I'm not interested in these motherfuckers like gross scraps um and kind of yeah um it's the whole attitude it is the whole attitude yeah the whole vibe. <laughs> yeah but i think there's an interesting it was something that i had never thought about up until it was over a year ago now that my friend said this to me and she said basically that she kind of had to well this is what i took it as that she was kind of stepping back and thinking about you know why is it important for me why is it so fun for me why is it something that excites me why is it something that i love is being desired and being something that people want but can't have and how much of that how much of that is potentially me you know being kind of scarce with my own sexuality or how much of that is Mm. me um not wanting to explore something because you kind of project like well they're not they don't deserve me like they don't get to really interesting you know come inside me for example but it's like sure but why and there are a few reasons do you know what i mean i almost feel like it's a kind of response to i think one bit on one uh hand Mm. it's like the it's the exact patriarchal dream of what a woman should be this unattainable thing of this Mm. woman that can't be touched she's like Mm. almost like an angelic being and the um you want to be can't have her yeah yeah that's on one hand that's like the perfect patriarchal dream you're completely kind of um complying on one hand Mm. then on the other i almost feel like it's a response to living in a world where people are just trying to take things from women Mm. like they it's all theirs for the taking they can just take 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 your body theirs your mind theirs everything Mm -hmm. you do can be taken from you Mm. and i almost feel like it's kind of a response to be like okay so i'll fucking perform it but you're never going to fucking get it. Mm-hmm. Because there so is also... I see it from both. Is there not fun in that? Yeah, I think it's um, like uh, a sort of performance of sexuality, but then you're kind of... You're not giving any. You're not giving anything away. No, which you're I think all so much um, of sex. bark and no bite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so much of sex, like heteronormative sex, mm. it's been completely normalised that the woman is essentially or kind of they're having something taken from them they're losing their virginity or Mm. for example people know oh yeah i fucked her it's like Mm -hmm. there is an implied in that is the woman is having something taken from her her, and the man is gaining something Mm -hmm. so i think it's almost a response to be like yeah you know you're gonna think you're gonna get it but you're not gonna get anything from me yeah mom deserves better than a drugstore card this Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. 
Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. And it kind of just readjusts the power imbalance, but I completely also agree that you're cutting yourself off from experiences because you're going in with this attitude of like, yeah, you're not fucking good enough for me. Yeah, it's interesting though, isn't it? Yeah. Can you relate to that train of thought? Mm, yeah, because it's really fun to be in a room of people that you know mm. fancy you and you're like, yeah, none of you. Mm-hmm. It's fun. But then it's I also think there's an element well. of like self-preservation in that, that it's mm-hmm. like you're going in being like, yeah, none of you fuckers. And kind and of a like, woman's yeah, you're not power. Really best people, are you? A woman's power is in how desired she is. But how often, I would argue potentially less often, a young man walks into a room, apart from that iconic quote from Chris on Love Island that year when he was like, everyone in this villa fancies me. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from that, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Apart from that, how often, but I would say maybe it could be something to explore that maybe less often men walk into a night out or school even and think all of the girls here fancy me and none of them are good enough for me because i think men are raised to just let you fucking finger whoever you can get your hands on oh god (laughs) sorry that's really gross this is what i mean by he would look at that guy would look at me and be like fucking hell minga (laughs) what no he's just too he's squeaky clean he is squeaky clean but i almost think that's part of the fact that he just looks kind of perfect like he's kind of a kendall He's come, but he's, he's got a ruggedness to him as well. He's got like a, mm. you know, there's something to him. Mm. Also, I like that he's friends with like James Acaster. That's what really gets me. Mm. Yeah, I listen okay. to podcasts with them together, so that I know he's in that crew, which gets me in. Yeah, I understand. also he's got a podcast about film, which I like. He does, which is called "Don't Tell Me." Oh, films to I'll die to, to or something. Films to be buried with. Films yeah. to be buried with. Yeah, I thought that was a nice name of a podcast i think it doesn't need that gimmick like it's almost like i'd rather it's like oh what film are you taking like you've died and what films are you remembering yeah. remembering through your life i almost feel like i just want to hear you talk about films i don't need you don't need to choose the, the chosen one element blah, blah, blah. yeah, fair enough, yeah. Fair enough. i don't need it to, it to start with you've died like, i don't need all and that. you only get to choose one or whatever to take with you yeah but it's the thing is it's not I, oh, there is a there is a bit of that but there's also just like a bit of oh how did you die all of this and it's just oh, i'm not oh. doing this yeah 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 it's like oh. a whole death element to it as well it's a funny podcast it just could lose that element I how think. did you die yes yeah, so, oh he starts off oh, some of the guests know that he's gonna ask it some don't he goes hi i need to tell you kind of joey king whoever's on the podcast <laughs> that you've, you're dead you're dead and she's like what is that you're dead how did you die and oh, she's wow, like oh i have to listen yes yeah, it's, it's an interesting <laughs> format because some of them don't know God, what's going everyone's on. turning this right off and heading straight over there <laughs> yeah no dude it's really good <laughs> okay shall we i okay. actually have one. Oh, go oh, take it away no go no, on please please be my guest be my guest please mm, okay so i've got two i don't know which one to start with actually this is okay. one that i actually don't know what i what think and i just okay. i don't know if we've um I don't think we've ever spoken about this before and I feel like it's an interesting one to give advice on because it's so mm. uh like the situation could be different for everyone I've screenshotted says, so once... many that I wonder if we've screenshotted the same one go on go on yeah it says once a cheater always a cheater mm. do you agree okay um yeah, well it's hard isn't it just yeah. off the record <laughs> just between us <laughs> I I don't really tend to agree with like rules like that because I just think, Mm. you know, what is that? Like, I think totally we can make kind of generalizations and observations about groups of people and kind of patterns and see the trends and things like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, But I think it's in life, if, for example, Sefi, if you cheated on somebody, I would engage with you in the sense of, you know, I Sefi can grow and learn. I know she can. I know she can. I know it with all my heart and soul. However, <laughs> if I was out and about in my day-to-day life, 
and I was about to go on a date with Sefi and someone said, oh, she's cheated on everyone she's ever been with. God, I'm coming off bad on this. <laughs> I'm thinking I might give her a miss then. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might not be for me personally. Um, what do you think? I feel like it's a hard... It would, it would be, I think, a hard thing to forgive. Like, mm-hmm. also, I want to say I've never been in the situation of being in love with someone that they could even cheat on me or anything like that. So I almost feel like I don't have the empathetic angle of like, oh, but I but I know they would never do it again. So from my angle, it's like, it's not, oh, they've done it once, they'll do it again. It's almost mm. like, I don't know. If Imagine if I was so in love with someone mm-hmm. and they cheated on me. I don't know how I could move past that. It's also, it's beyond get- even, yeah, go on. Oh no, I was just gonna say, I, it's not even important, but it's almost like I want to get to the point because I feel like so many people either get cheated on or cheat and then mm. they come to the conclusion that they're going to continue the relationship with the person they cheated on or mm. that cheated on them. Mm. And so much of the time it's actually not forgiven. And I think actually one of the yeah. main things is like, if you're making the decision to continue, to continue the relationship, mm-hmm. it should be, you have decided to forgive it, like actually lean into the complete forgiveness of it. I don't think it's something that you can then bring up in, arguments Mm. later in six months down the line if you've made the decision to give yourself further into this person it's like you need to move into trust so i think it's more than both of you need to make the commitment to work but if you're choosing to forgiveness Mm. but i feel like forgiveness isn't just something you can just turn on and off no it's no but it's 100 percent not but that's why i think for me it's like i don't know if i could continue a relationship with someone that cheated on me Mm -hmm. I was going to say earlier when you were saying like, look, if I'm really, really in love with someone and they cheat on me, I was going to say it's it's even beyond love. It's like you've shared that trust with someone. It's it's beyond yeah. like, oh, I really like this person. Like, they're great. I'm in love with them. It's like I've given so much of myself yeah. to you. It's almost-, almost like we were a team and you broke up the team. Fuck you. That's exactly it. Yeah. For what? It's, it's for what? you scored an own goal and for what? yeah because now we both lose we've been kicked out the tournament (laughs) and how do you forgive that like I just I I think what I'm getting at with like the if you forgive them thing I just for example made in Mm. Chelsea I've been re I've been rewatching well not rewatching oh, the new you? fucking season is out okay and I haven't watched Made in Chelsea in many I've a fucking never year seen probably it. literally ten years mm. it's kind of shit but great like in the way yeah. that Towie is shit but great mm. like. And the, in the exact way that Love Island is shit but great. Mm-hmm. The new season of Made in Chelsea, they have, someone has been working on the plot lines. They've they've ah. upped their game back to this heyday, I would say. It's great. Oh, wow. There's crazy shit going on. Um, and I was kind of analysing the plot lines. Doesn't take much to analyse these. It's a reality these, all the show, by the way, if anyone doesn't know. It's a reality show, but it's a scripted reality show. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a quote-unquote reality show. Yeah. But like the plot line goes, girl get girl is with boyfriend, girl gets cheated on by her boyfriend on a night out with someone else in the cast, girl mm. has a big argument where she cries in front of the boyfriend, girl forgives the boyfriend, they continue, girl then brings up in an argument that he cheated on her, they argue and in the end kind of boy breaks up with a girl that's usually the plot line that just keeps yeah. being rehashed with just different members and what i was thinking when i was watching this is like that the idea of forgiveness it's like it's almost like it's easier just to be like yeah i forgive you and move on because it's just like let's just bomb the fucking traumatic event of mm-hmm. the person i love cheating on me by just being like yeah we're together again but you've mm-hmm. done no work to actually forgive them they've done nothing to deserve your forgiveness mm. and you're just like well, yeah let's just continue on want. blindly it's like, I but why want do you want to be to with forgive, this person? Well, because I want to forgive you. Do you know what I mean? I but want to it. forget but you, but I don't. To... That's the thing. It's almost like you can want to forgive someone without acknowledging maybe how hard forgiveness can be. And also like whether that is in your best interest. It's like, yeah. it's almost like short-term relief, long-term misery. Mm-hmm. Potentially, But yeah. it's, that's also not like a one rule one size fits, fits all, all thing. Mm, one yeah. rule fits all, yeah. One rule to rule them all. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just not... Um, I don't know people's lives, so I don't want people to be hearing no. things and being like, oh, I'm going to break up with my boyfriend who cheated no, on me fucking no, 10 no. years ago. But I yeah. also think it's so complex and high emotions, high, high, high mm-hmm. emotions. 
very much. You're working much. with things like betrayal. It's heavy fucking That's a theme. lot. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Fucking hell. Heavy. It's beyond heavy. We're coming up to 30 mm. minutes, by the way. Oh, we? We were literally like, right, we'll do 10 minutes. And then before you know it, we've done two slots of 10 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we're doing maths. And then we've done another lot of 10 minutes. And we've done it all. Off the back realizing. of that, mm. we broke up because he cheated but we have lots Oof. of mutual friends and he's kind of taken them all. Fuck the betrayal this. just this gets what worse makes me and angry. worse. I this know. is what makes me fucking fuming. I know, I know. Can we also talk about, and why I keep I keep saying, if I was going on a date with Sefi, if Sefi was cheating on people, blah, 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 it's because also when you talk about being a team, Sefi, it's kind of, and this is also why I say about it, it's beyond just loving someone. It's what you've shared with them. It's that yeah. huge history and... Well, it's a massive split in the face to that. It's like oh, the, it everything is. we've ever done together. Because that's why I think, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> it is completely that. And I think um, it, it also can go for friendships in the sense that, yeah, I mean, I don't, it's, you can't c- compare, like if I was to say if my boyfriend cheated on me versus if Sefi betrayed me in some way, what would hit harder? But oh, I God. think, <laughs> and I also just don't want to put that out there, but I think, it, it it just is so... I think even if you've never been in a relationship, you've been... My boyfriend always says, which is so cringe, but um, Donkey's saying, you cut me deep, Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everyone's felt that. And everyone has felt cut deep, I think. Yeah. Um, regardless of whether you've been cheated in a relationship or just in, you know, your general life, if you felt like you were in a team with someone... Because there's so many levels to it. And someone saying they've taken all of my friends, for example. It's really... I think, for me, the really sinister part is... I feel like there's always this kind of implication in life that you need to at least appear like you're just getting on with it and you're kind of nonchalant and unbothered and so not okay it's not okay it's not right like that's one of the most gutting bits it's almost like you're supposed you're supposed to like mourn the relationship ending but in this kind of attractive way or like you're allowed two weeks and then it's like Mm. oh god she's moping like almost kind of and also you better dye your hair and get a haircut and kind of look really hot all of a sudden yeah it's all all of a sudden now you you didn't realize it was 10 o'clock hit the slump (laughs) 12 o'clock get my (laughs) glow up on (laughs) it's too (laughs) much the idea of like now they've taken all the friend like Mm. the friendship group as well i almost feel like there should be some kind of cheating etiquette yeah there should if you're the person that cheats on someone you can't fucking show your face in these social settings for a while it's out of order it's not fair it's embarrassing to then be like it's not fair just it's to be not. like, oh, I'm going to now be at the parties you're going to be at because they're my friends too. No, you fucking destroyed everything. Get out of my it's fucking It's really face. out of order. And it's a betrayal from the friends. It's a betrayal from the friends it as is. well to of course it is. go with the person that cheated. It's just like, what are you doing? I think I'd have a tough time forgiving that in oh, friends as well. People that time. kind of didn't value the fact that I was absolutely really distraught because someone cheated on me. Yeah. If anyone's going through a situation like this, I just want you to know that Sefi and I are very much just taking a second to send you a lot of love. Yeah. And yeah. also that I feel like sometimes when you're in the moment, it's really, really hard to see past it. But there is a future out there, I'm sure, where this doesn't oh, sting definitely. the way that it stings at the moment. And I think that goes for all yeah. kind of wounds. But I feel like god when things first happen the sting the sting is strong life feels like it's over Mm -hmm. which is isn't true and that's the nasty kind of shock of it all also i remember basically kind of i was actually saying this the other day that i feel like throughout my entire teenage and kind of adult life Mm. all i've been watching time and time again through all my friends and just everyone i fucking know is stunning girls mm-hmm. get fucked over by quite average Scraps. boys. I thought that's just all I've seen. Just my whole fucking yep. um, dating life is just kind of girls get broken up with by shitty, shitty boys. Mm. who are, The girls are way too fucking good for them anyway. And then no but wonder we have this thing of like... Um none of you can get me because you're all scraps it's like yeah because i've seen you all be scraps and i've seen and i've seen what happens when mm. people let their guards down like these boys work and work and work to get these girls they get them and then they're fucking cunts i that's i genuinely feel like i have not seen 
the reverse of a girl leave a relationship or situationship whatever really? a dynamic even coming off better than the guy came off in that i've never seen that what do you mean coming off better like in a better position like almost i've only i've only ever seen the guy hurt the girl like i've never i've never ever ever seen the girl be like oh i'm i'm dipping out gonna be a bit of a dick to you i've only ever mm-hmm. seen guys just be dicks i've seen girls. girls be dicks for sure for sure but i i agree but with you think I, of the the ratio is insane that i've seen um it's just time yeah, and time again girls get hurt many. girls get hurt girls get oh hurt. Girl, girls just get hurt like what well, i'm not allowed to go and change my tampon when i'm on my period because apparently you're not allowed to leave the science block absolutely not like <laughs> girls get yeah. hurt just day to day yeah just day to day just too much but i did hear a thing what i was kind of i don't Mm. know where i was leading with that but with this idea of like all i no 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 it was this most rambly thought but Mm. almost in this idea that all i've been seeing is kind of girls get broken up with constantly Mm. by these shitters kind of (laughs) (laughs) fucking shitheads yeah like I did hear a thing that I remember mm. using to kind of comfort one of my friends once. And I was like, and I actually have seen this to be quite true. Mm. And it's kind of a stupid rule that you'd kind of read in a okay. stupid book about like yeah. men are from Mars. Or here on a stupid from podcast. <laughs> exactly, from some silly little girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was that in a breakup, often the man will kind of appear to kind of mm. heal quite quickly. Yeah. And the girl will be hurt way more at the beginning. And then it kind of flips yeah. that, like, two months down the line... He's really if hurting. you keep going and mm. don't kind of sleep with them again and all of that fucking mess, Oof. and you keep going and you just stay hurt, you stay on your path, you stay doing your thing, and you don't fucking look at this guy, this mm. asshole guy that's, that's suddenly texting you, hey, I'm lonely, fuck off. Mm-hmm. If you just stay doing that, two months later, you're usually on your path up, but it usually hits the guy kind of two months later, and they're like, fuck what did i do Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what i've seen to be true well that's the thing i think as much as that is a silly little thing (laughs) a shitty little Mm. thing i yeah i do agree that if we go back to those old generalizations that we were talking about and like the patterns that you see i think if you imagine um or if we can acknowledge that we live in a patriarchy where men are encouraged to want to have sex with anyone and everyone all the time um not have any feelings definitely don't vocalize your feelings um and women mm. are encouraged to need a partner to be valid and all of these things need to be chosen mm-hmm. then that kind of trajectory for how a breakup looks for those genders kind of fits that Makes narrative sense. doesn't it yeah Okay, I've got maybe a closing point yeah, from perfect. somebody. I saw this one and I think as much as um, Sophie and I are not obviously the experts on this, or maybe you don't know this, but we're not the experts on this. Um, I think it's interesting because also I just, I know I just said about oh, girls have their periods and blah, blah, blah. Obviously not just girls have their periods. Go, well, it doesn't really go without saying, but it goes without saying. And I feel like whenever we talk about dating and relationships and things like that, and maybe just across the board, I think it should go without saying this. Obviously, Sophie and I are most of the time talking about our own lived experiences, correct? Yeah. So that's why a lot of things will be speaking from our experience. Like, you know, we're two cis people. Therefore, yeah. we might use that terminology every now and then. I'm in a relationship with a boy, a man. Um, so, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Boy. We come from these angles. But I think our advice will translate across so anyway let me just get into what this person said basically i just want to say that we do i think as much as possible make an effort to be inclusive with our language Mm. i think yeah i think so but also in the this podcast about our lives yeah do you know what i mean um which is that's why podcasts are ridiculous because it's like yeah we think we're important enough to (laughs) get everyone (laughs) to listen to us yeah exactly anyway i thought I think Sophie and I will have some advice on this. Um, and I think the advice can be used for anybody, really, for my what I'm going to say anyway. This person said, hi. Mm. Hi. So I've recently understood that I am asexual. I have no clue how to start dating advice. And mm. I feel like why I feel like my advice works for anyone is because... Okay, so my first thing maybe doesn't work for everyone, but I guess it kind of could be, um, it could slot into anything, is that I was going to say, I feel like what might be nice, this may be, okay, so my overarching advice is 
honesty and communication and confidence self-esteem all the kind of classic things and that i think goes for my advice across the board in life across all dating and then you know in work in school in life life. yeah Yeah. hold those pillars very close to you i think um and that's why i think the advice is kind of overarching but then i was gonna say i can imagine or i feel like in a situation like that or the ways that i can you know the ways that we all have we're all coming to society with different shit basically and i think my tangible Mm. advice would be um what might be helpful is starting to date with people that you feel like for example might already know at least what asexuality is start to date maybe with someone else who is asexual and i feel like that is something that you can do for example on dating apps which i feel like is just the most common way to date at least in our social circles at the moment because i feel like that way you're going to alleviate some of your like kind of um kind of your self-awareness about it and just the pressure I feel like to potentially act or Mm. say things a certain way and all of that stuff but then you could have to explain have to explain yourself which you obviously don't have to do and things like that but then I also feel like it's might be quite nice I don't know your social circle but if you're asking Sefi and Wing for advice on how to be how to date whilst just realizing you're asexual then I feel like it could be really good to have more asexual people in your life or more people who have gone through similar realisations and dating experiences. So, for example, you start meeting someone who's asexual. They've been on a couple of dates. They've had a couple of relationships. I'm sure they can share with you what their experiences are. And I feel like it's also just a lesson, again, not just across dating, of opening up our kind of social pools as much as possible so that we're just kind of... Um, hearing other perspectives, I just think it's the best thing you can do in life is constantly be reminded that your way isn't the only way and that other people have lived through things that can help you so much, even if it's something you can never experience. I just feel like we can learn so much through what someone else might have gone through. So I feel like beyond just being super confident and self-assured and knowing that you are valid in your own existence and you don't need the approval of anyone else to confirm that i feel like finding a kind of network of people that you feel safe to explore your sexuality with can be so so helpful because i think as well sometimes we don't realize how much impact the people we surround ourselves with like your your people around you can really be making you feel like shit or can really be getting in your head or can really be lifting you up and Mm. i think sometimes we don't even notice how much people are rubbing off on us so that would be my advice and i know that's completely unqualified but i think it's a really interesting conversation no i thought that was great i was hanging on every word like waiting for me to get (laughs) cancelled no i'm literally like yeah and did i mention just to end i obviously don't agree with being homosexual so (laughs) as long as i don't have to see it in my face then blah 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 i'm joking <laughs> oh my god don't even get me i know that's the worst that. narrative it's actually i think one of the most infuriating things someone can say because it's almost like they think they're the first person oh, to have said it it's like you do realize that's a stereotype it's disgusting of a homophobic person disgusting. Yeah? i don't know i just think People it's important because it i think it's also important for us to say like look we're obviously always talking about ourselves so if ever we say anything that you disagree with not just in the sense that you know it doesn't relate to you because um it's a niche experience or it's coming from the experience of being Sefi and Wing, for example. Because um, I feel like that is important that, yeah, a lot of the time we're just talking about ourselves and especially when we're saying things like, life is so hard. Oh my God, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> things like that. I hope yeah. you can tell it's all directed at ourselves. But I also feel like, I think there is definitely a level of self-awareness on this podcast personally. And I also want you guys to know that in our real lives where we're not just having conversations about ourselves all day every day <laughs> yeah i promise that we are operating with a real um i think Sefi and i are pretty progressive and switched on yeah i would hope so i think so i think i, you hope, can that, tell. I hope that comes across yeah like I'm thinking surely that comes across. Well, I think it's a shame because, sorry, I don't know why I'm spinning into this conversation now, but I think it's a shame because obviously mm. so much of the media is, uh, what's it called? Like targeted at a certain group of people or so much of the media just kind of constantly misses out huge lumps of people under the assumption that those are um, 
my least favorite term minority groups yeah. because i personally feel like Bad term. Yeah, yeah who is the minority when there is a ton of fucking people here like shut the fuck up like don't call yeah. don't call me a minority it's not a minority it's so annoying um so i just kind of i don't know i just want to say that basically if you are gay then we see you and we're here for you and if you're trans and you love Sephi and wing then we see you and we're here for you and i just hope that Completely. you always feel that yeah anyway sorry big spiel for me randomly no i think that's perfect okay. i mean i'm 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 just hoping that, that comes across in every fucking oh do you think it does it phase of this podcast in every oh. sentence because i mean no i just hope it's like it, i would be absolutely it's given, it's given. for someone to think that we weren't mm. in every way on your fucking side like absolutely in every way this is for everyone and like, also, i just want that to be clear um, you know Sefi and I also have really full lives that sometimes things might look a certain way, but you might not know different groups that we might slot into and things like that. Do you know what I mean? We've had experiences. In well, you can't. Yeah, yeah there's just, no way of knowing yeah. half the fucking shit is there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's not leave well, it there, I think. Okay, well, let's... I've taken I've got, us to a I've weird place. Okay, go, go. I like this one. This is actually the first one I screenshot. Oh, okay. They said, they said, don't ask what are we, instead tell them what you want to be. Oh, love it. I actually think that is one of the main errors I'm mm. seeing in my role as kind of a social observer, yeah, social scientist. Yeah, kind of anthropologist, yeah. Yeah, that I think a lot, almost the etiquette of being a woman mm. dating, I think is to say- To wait to be told. What, what, do, what do you want? What are we? What? Where do you see this are going? Are you going to make me your and girlfriend think, yet? Oh God, mm-hmm. that is- let's leave that in 2010 shall we like no but that's essentially the vibe by saying where are we if you want to broaden the Is it where where am i on your timeline mm-hmm. it's like no 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 and i don't think it needs to go so far as being like i'm gonna tell you what we are but i think it can be um rather this is than how, what i'm seeing it as, should we have yeah. the, i'm gonna ask him what he wants from us what's where he what he wants from dating what mm. he wants from this i think you can go in by saying um what i want is i want a casual relationship i want a long-term relationship i really like you i'm just seeing where things are going right now i think you can just say exactly how you feel Mm. and to be honest most of the fucking time they'll just mirror what you say anyway because they're just waiting for the permission to tell you that they like you so true the permission i honestly feel it's literally as simple as that i feel like you can literally be like oh my god had so much fun earlier i really Mm. like you in my eyes, I'm seeing this as a serious thing. I'm personally not dating anyone else. How do you feel? Question yeah. mark. Because I almost feel like without that, it turns into a kind of a Guessing Sally game. Rooney vibe where no one's talking. Yeah, it's very you're going, bizarre. what is this? And they're saying, I don't know, I don't know. And then you're like, yeah, I don't know either. And then it just all gets fucking confused. And you also, you just start reading between the lines, want. which is very dangerous. Like, say if Sefi said to me, <laughs> I don't know why. It's like, do I have a crush on you? I'm in love with you today. Will you marry me? Um, but if Sefi said to me, definitely. Hey, how's it going? Um, do you want to record today? By the way, um, I've got a headache. Um, mm-hmm. I might think, oh, she's told me she's got a headache, so she probably doesn't want to record she, today. Yeah. Um, blah blah blah. But Sefi might be thinking, well, this is the only day that I can record, so I hope she messages messages back saying she can record today. Yeah, you've got no and before you clue. know it, because it's kind of if you say to someone, if you give them the opportunity, basically, to give you a weird response. You may as well have just dumped yourself. <laughs> like if yeah. I say to you, "Where? What are we? How's this going? How am I looking in your eyes?" And you say, "Oh, I don't know." Like, what about you? And you say, "Oh, well, I don't know. I'm, you know, just you know, casually dating." And you go, "Oh, well, that's it. Yeah, me too. Me too." And it's kind Same. of just yeah, yeah. Before you know it, you've don't signed up for something you, you didn't mean. mean. Yeah, it's bizarre. Also, it forgets it. It forgets one of the most fundamental kind of social rules is that people will kind of mm-hmm. people Conform. are inclined to play it cool yeah every single person is trying to play it cool look not like that look like they're not that interested look like they're casual mm. they're cool girls the fucking everyone is trying to fucking seem more laid back than they are <laughs> so realistically insane. if you ask someone yeah you're gonna ask someone oh what is this and they're gonna be anticipating what you're gonna say and so they're gonna say oh i i'm really liking where it's going mm-hmm. like i liking like i'm not really looking for anything serious right now and then you're in your silly silly lack of confidence way gonna say yeah same i think i yeah same i don't really know what i want Bizarre. and i think if you do know what you want yeah oh oh you owe Own it to it. your fucking yes. self to be honest yeah if you want a long-term relationship fucking say, say it. it 
You've only got yourself to blame. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) That is true. Tough love from us today. But it's true. It's like, God, you're so (laughs) laid back. It's almost like you're so laid back. Before you know it, you'll be dead. You'll be on a podcast going, you're dead. How did you die? Oh, (laughs) well, I was so (laughs) laid back (laughs) that I ended up falling into my grave. Honestly, (laughs) I laid back too much. (laughs) I laid back way too far and I ended up here with you. (laughs) All right, let's go. That was nice. Cool. That's a good episode. Good. I enjoyed this. Good. Okay, perfect. I'm glad. Thank cool. you for doing Have it you with me. Have you enjoyed this? I enjoy it every time. More than you could ever yeah, know. Yeah, same. Bizarre. Same. All right. Love you guys. Cool. Thanks for your patience Love with everything, guys. by the way. Like, I know it's the classic, you know, Stephanie Wing experience that, yeah. you know. We but. can only touch on, like, three or four, but trust me, we've read them all and they're all incredible. So many good responses today literally incredible so many good everyone is so thank smart. you guys thank you we were also saying this earlier sorry mm, just to sorry. Kind of yeah, make no, this I'm, a tiny I, bit longer I can go. but we were saying earlier when we were scrolling through them i think you said this um like what an amazing thing to kind of get this insight into people's brains oh, it's very and it's generous like, god yeah. it is so so generous of people it's mm. like god these are your thoughts that you would write in your diary almost very like personal, i think in relationships yeah. I am vulnerable, blah, blah, blah. We're sharing a vulnerable exchange. Because then think the opposite is, Sefi, I think you're very vulnerable. Every week you turn up and you, for example, give me your opinion on cheating. You give me your opinion on this. It's like... I think it's testament to all of us. Oh, fuck knows. Yeah, it's testament so. to everyone. Everyone involved. Well done. All right. Well done for Let's doing go. this. If you don't hear from cool. us. Assume the worst. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.